Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles in the Phone. This week's episode is brought to you by, uh, um, Clobberin' Time? I guess? God damn it. Uh, so... CM Punk is back! Hooray! Just get that out of the way, I guess. Uh, we'll get to that at the end. But I guess I have to say that now, because otherwise we'd be... I think it's called bearing the lead. I actually don't really know what that means that much, but... It's the biggest thing that happened. In the past two days. Past day, whatever. God. I didn't want to have to talk about this. I really didn't want to have to talk about this. I do not talk about it first, but I, I don't want to. Like, I want to talk about everything else first, because I want to talk about good stuff first. I went to SmackDown, I went to Survivor Series. I mentioned that in the last episode. I mentioned that I probably wouldn't end up doing a Survivor Series predictions in the last episode, and sure enough, I didn't. I actually might have had I had time to. I ended up not really having time to, because I the, the time that I would have done it, I actually had to train someone at work on my midnight shifts, which meant I could not be in the car overnight at work, which meant... And I had to be with this person the whole time, which meant I did not have the ability to actually record one. Uh, so, even if I wanted to do a predictions, I would not have been able to. And I mean, I had then four days afterwards, because I mean, there's Wednesday and then Thursday and then Friday, but I'm just like, I'm not going to do them at home. It wasn't really worth it. It's not like they added anything after that week that we didn't really know about besides Santos versus Dragon Lee, which changed from Santos versus Carlito. Uh, so, I mean, that is what it is. I, I, I will say the Santos turns... I mean, it's not like it wasn't expected at some point, but it seemed like it came maybe came earlier than it was supposed to, and the feud felt like it escalated quickly. Like, I'm not saying it was, it's it's bad or anything. Like, Santos' promo's, promo was good, but it was like, it's like, damn, that escalated quickly. You want him to get an infection and, and have his leg amputated? That's one from zero to a hundred real quick. But yeah, uh, I, I would have liked to see Carlito uh, for the first time in a long time in a match, live. 
I was wondering if I, I was tr for a second there, I was trying to think if I've ever seen him actually have a match live, but I was like, yes, I definitely have. I went to WrestleMania 22. He was in the first match. It wasn't a particularly amazing match, but he wasn't a match. So I have definitely seen him at least once. Uh, but I don't mind getting to see Dragon Lee either. Uh, I got to hear Santos's actual music, the actual Legado del Fantasma music, live for the first time, twice actually. Uh, so that was great. I was robbed of it at WrestleMania. Just like I was just robbed of Judgment Day's music. I got I got that twice. Anyways, uh, I mean, like, I don't really feel like I need to talk about SmackDown that much, because, I mean, it's just SmackDown. Uh, I, I mean, like, I, I think I've made it clear these days I generally don't go to episodes of television much anymore. I could not even tell you when the last one was uh, that I went to. Uh, I, I, I really couldn't. I mean, like, I could go... Uh, like, I have a, a post on my blog that lists every event I've gone to. I've actually done an episode of this podcast just uh, reiterating those. So, like, I could go find out, but I'm not going to. It's not, it's not worth it. But, uh, yeah, I generally just prefer to go to pay-per-views because I, like, I would just rather go there watch matches that I know that are going to happen as opposed to go to an episode of television that I don't know what is, what's going to happen on it. Even if they announce a couple things the week before. So, like, I don't find that particularly worth my time. I would, I, like, I want to go, I want to watch wrestling. I went to this because it was a package deal, so why not, I suppose. Uh, it was a combo package to go to both. So I did. Uh, it's not like it was any less money or any more money. So it it's, it's just like, go to both. So I will. Uh, SmackDown was fine. Uh, for the most part. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the best part of CM Punk being back is that after this weekend, we will never have to hear CM Punk chants during any other part of the show that doesn't actually involve CM Punk anymore. And if we do, then every fan that does that can just stop existing. Like, because, uh, I mean, like, it's not like I wasn't expecting CM Punk chance. They kind of went away while he was in AEW within WWE anyway, except for, like, when he first came back. Like, like uh, it happened for a little bit. But then for the most part, he was in AEW, and then we just didn't have them anymore. Be because... A, he was in another company. There's no reason to chant it anymore. You, If you want to go watch CM Punk, you could go watch CM Punk somewhere else. Because he was in the other company. And also, WWE's been doing really, really good. Uh, for at least the majority of the year. Like, at least from last Survivor Series through Mania. And then even most of the pay-per-views afterwards have been pretty good. Uh the past few, uh, not including last night, have were kind of... I mean, they're okay. They weren't amazing, but, like, they were definitely a drop-off. But, I mean, after you... After SummerSlam, it always drops off, so... I mean, it's kind of the expectation. Again, 
they weren't terrible or anything. They just weren't the level they were from last Survivor Series through, uh, through SummerSlam. If you liked SummerSlam, I didn't care for it much. Uh, but we'll say Survivor Series through SummerSlam just for the sake of it. There's a couple, like, you could argue in there, I guess, but it is what it is. Uh, they, they did really good there. So, like, I mean, for the most part, I mean, when, when you're paying attention to everything and you like, and you like it in general, you don't hear that shit, thankfully. Uh, so between the two of those things, they were gone. So and then, of course, CM Punk gets his ass fired from AEW, and rightfully so. Uh, should have happened earlier. So it's not a surprise that they've started again, especially when someone breaks. Like I don't, I don't know how long ago it was now. It, probably two months ago, there was that one day where someone decided, and someone who was was supposedly a legitimate source said that. Oh, they signed CM Punk. It happened. Like, it actually happened. So then I was like, oh. But then, like, the next day, they were like, no, that didn't actually happen. I don't know where that came from, why this happened, but it wasn't a real thing. But everyone always, of course, chooses to believe the first part and not the second part. So, I, so like, everyone just assumed that was true. Uh, because everyone reads something on the internet one time, and it's automatically true no matter what. No matter how dumb it sounds, no matter how much it d makes sense or doesn't make sense, they will believe it just because they read it on the internet. Uh, and then they will talk about it on the internet so much that they'll talk it into existence. It happened three times this year, guys. Three times. Uh, everyone talked Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble into existence uh, most of that was through last year, to be fair, but it still happened this year. He had no reason to win the Royal Rumble this year. Everyone talked about it so much after his injury that it, they made it happen. Like, until people talked about it on the internet that much, that wasn't happening. There was no reason for Cody Rhodes to win the Royal Rumble this year until then. They just saw everyone uh, talking about it online, and then they're like, hey, Guys, everyone expects this. We better do it. We better do this so they ex so they don't so we don't do something they don't expect. Even though something else would have been a way better decision. Anyways, uh, then we talked uh, Edge or Adam Copeland going to AEW into existence online so much for whatever reason. Uh, I'm 100% positive he chose before he had his last match against Sheamus that he was going there. I'm 100% positive of that. Uh, I don't think he had to make a decision whatsoever. I think he was going there 100%. Uh, again, it's because we all talked it into existence. and By we, I mean everyone else, because I wasn't part of this. Uh, by the way, he he's in AEW. I'm not feeling it still. Uh uh, have your one match with Christian and then come back, please. Uh, it's just, it's not doing anything for me. It's just, it just isn't. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do kind of wish he would have just said, like, after it was off air when he was in Toronto, it's just been like, uh, yeah, guys, I'm going to AEW because it just really seems silly. Like, he said, he, like, he talked about how, like, 
being on the road a lot was really tough on him. Yeah, then he goes and signs with AEW immediately. Like, he knew that he was never going to be back in Toronto at that time next year in WWE. So, like, you, you knew you were going to AEW. It's as simple as that. Uh, and now, apparently, we talk CM Punk come into back to WWE into existence. This, this happened three times in one year. None of it makes any sense. But here we are. Like, we can talk anything into existence. I've mentioned this on multiple episodes. So we're going to talk Bailey versus EO Sky Women's Championship match, main event of night one of WrestleMania 40 into existence. That's what we're doing. That it, you are all obligated to do this now. If you hear this, you must tweet about it. You must talk about it. You must just push this into every place every wrestling space that you occupy every social media site any anything that you can to make this happen you are obligated to make this happen talk about it endlessly until this happens you all after all this has happened because none of these three things should have happened you all owe me this everyone has to be tweeting or posting about this on Instagram threads I don't think you'll accomplish anything on Facebook so I mean you don't have to do it on Facebook you won't accomplish anything there uh, not that you accomplish anything on any of those sites to be fair but like like people look at things but like everyone's Facebook is kind of like private-ish so like no one's gonna see you if you post it there you're just gonna send it to your 80 year old aunt anyways for all you 50-year-olds with your 80-year-old aunts that I'm, that's listening to this podcast. Anyways, uh, yeah, Bailey versus Eosky, night one, main event of WrestleMania, women's title. Uh, absolutely, lock it in. Yeah. So... I don't know where he started with, with that, but anyways, uh, yeah, so I went to SmackDown, uh, obviously I'm not surprised, like, we would pro I was, I think I was probably talking about CM Punk chances, like, we got them before the show, a significant amount of people booed him, or booed the chance at least, uh, it, which is progress, progress that is all but dead now, we were making progress, guys! Yeah, because, like, they happened, but then people booed them. Someone even chanted, see him fired. Uh, I told people to shut the fuck up again, because, like, uh, wrestling fans are dumb. I'm so tired of wrestling Twitter. Like, if, I, if someone has to be responsible to tell the fans to shut the fuck up, I will take that responsibility if I have to. And that responsibility lied with me on at SmackDown. Uh, I mean, I like, I didn't really like during the show mainly like before and after shows, whatever. But like, if you're, if you're chanting this during the show, then I will tell you off, especially when you, if you're going to interrupt Bailey with them. If you're going to chant CM Punk while Bailey is talking, you best believe I'm telling all of you to shut the fuck up. 
I I will make it clear here. They only chanted CM Punk on SmackDown during women's segments. Just so we're clear. They never happened when men were out there. They only happened when women were. At least while SmackDown was on. Uh, they happened before the show. Uh, but that doesn't count. So if you're going to do that, you best believe I'm telling everyone to shut the fuck up. And after I yelled it, they shut the fuck up. Every single one of them. At least the first time. I think it was the first time that after I yelled it, everyone literally did just shut the fuck up. Uh, it's like, they even ruined me getting to hear Bailey's actual theme song. And not the damage control one. Because they actually played Bailey's actual theme song when she came out there on SmackDown for 10 seconds. And then after her promo, which got interrupted by the chance, uh, they played it afterwards. But, like, I don't, like, record it afterwards. It's, like, it's the end. Like, I record entrances, not just the music. Like, I'm not going to sit and record music that's just playing. It's like, it's, the point is recording the entrances, that's the point. Uh, that was the only time I've ever heard it live, except for last Survivor Series that was here in 2019. That was four years ago, uh, which is annoying. Uh, but yeah, uh, otherwise, uh, I mean, SmackDown was basically built around, hey, can Charlotte and Becky get along? Because... We needed that, apparently. Uh, which, and then in the main event, uh, uh, Charlotte speared Asuka, to, which broke up a pin, and uh, then Becky was all upset and shit, and then Bailey pinned her. I got to see Bailey win and get a, actually get a, actually pin someone. You know how rare that is these days? So I guess it was actually worth going to SmackDown for that. Uh, uh, but other than that, I mean, SmackDown was a lot of tag team matches. Pretty much. Because, uh, I mean, that was a tag match. It was Bailey and Asuka against Charlotte and Becky. Uh, and then it was we had Judgment Day de- defend and retain against Street Profits. Uh, which, that happened. We had... Uh, Kevin Owens and L.A. Knight against uh, Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. That happened. And then we had Brawling Brutes against uh, uh, Pretty Deadly. And then Ridge Holland left and like partly into this. It's like, oh no, the Brawling Brutes broke up. Oh no. We're so upset about this. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, and then, and then Carlito and Santos had a segment. Kevin Owens was hilarious when they did the Grayson Waller effect before that tag team match. And then he's like, you know, if you, if you, you said this guy's name twice, you say, and you know, if you say it a third time, that makes him show up. It's like, well, apparently, yeah, I mean, you, Kevin Owens just proved it. Uh, if, if you say something enough. It will happen, because they said LA Knight twice, and then the third time, and there he was. Uh, and apparently, if you say CM Punk enough times, there he is. Uh, 
and so on. I should note, by the way, that I went to the Blackhawks and Maple Leafs game earlier in the day on Smack the same day as SmackDown, and the opening intro video for the Blackhawks, the hype video that they play with a few minutes before the game starts, uh, this this year's is involves CM Punk. So I'm like, I can't escape this guy. Like, I can't, I he's just everywhere. I mean, like, I'm. it's not like he's never done anything with the Blackhawks before, and it's not like I was surprised to see it. Like, like it did not surprise me whatsoever, I know he's a huge Blackhawks fan. It's just like, it's just like, I can't escape him. He's everywhere. And I'm like, whatever. And like, and I should say, there is a lot of like other Toronto fans, because I'm, I'm a Toronto fan, by the way, if you didn't know that. Uh, even though I'm from Illinois. Like, I'm a, I'm a, re- a rehabilitating Blackhawks fan after the shit that went on with them. And maybe over time I, that might get repaired. But... It's uh, early, very early on in that process. But the, besides the point, that there is other fans there from ter, that were Toronto fans than other people, and the people behind me seem to be Toronto fans. And the second CM Punk showed up on that screen, they seemed disappointed. So I'm like, they must not, I must not be the only wrestling fan here, because like, they seem to re, they reacted to this to his face, and they're like, oh. And at least two of them seemed disappointed to see his face. So I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm not the only one who is a Toronto fan here who is disappointed to see CM Punk's face on the screen right now. But that was kind of weird. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, what else is there to say about SmackDown itself? Uh, I mean, they changed out Carlito, which is fine. I'm pretty, I'm sure they, uh, I'm sure they did that because, well, Santos had to win its Survivor Series, absolutely, and they probably didn't want to have Carlito's first match back on pay-per-view be a loss or just, like, not, or just not have him lose so quickly, and, like, they want to save that for later. I'm sure that's what happened there. So, I don't have a problem with that. I understand that. Uh, uh, the dark match before SmackDown was Karrion Cross. Like, he was the first entrance I saw. It's like, can't, like, really? Please. I don't need this. I don't need this. Uh, uh, Cross against Cedric Alexander and Cross won. I'm like, fuck this. And then, like, they had Rhea versus Raquel after SmackDown went off the air title match, which obviously, which obviously that isn't going to be a title change or anything. But it's like, I'm like, you know, is Rhea versus Raquel after the show about to be better than Rhea versus Zoe Stark? Is going to be tomorrow. I'm not really sure. Like, I, th- I had that thought before the match, but that match was actually boring, too. Uh, and then they had uh, uh, Seth and Cody versus uh, Dominic and JD McDonald Google me. Uh, we watched some of that, but we left. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? I don't need to see JD McDonald Google me at all. I'm like, he's not like, I'm not sitting here waiting, wasting our time watching this, like, it's, it's, like, faces are gonna win, we're gonna see all these guys tomorrow, 
I don't I don't need to waste my time sitting here and like we could get out of here a little bit quicker, maybe not get stuck in a lot of people trying to leave. Of course, by the time we got downstairs, it was over. So it really didn't accomplish anything. So uh, I'm like, whatever. Uh, yeah, I spent a, a significant amount of Saturday morning dreading uh, the crowd chanting CM Punk during the women's war games match because I'm like, this is not acceptable. Uh, I'm like, or either, or like Rhea versus Zoe either, even though Zoe doesn't belong there at all. Uh, I'm just like, I don't, I really don't care. Like, I know we can't avoid the chance, but like, if we're going to do them, like do them during men's segments. Like, first off, like CM Punk's not going to come out here and interrupt a women's segment for why would he? He would also be pissed off at you for doing that, by the way. Like, I, I wonder if anyone realizes that if you chanting his name so long, for so long dur during this and being disrespectful, as much as he's a piece of shit towards people backstage, like, he would not be e pleased with you. Like, just from other things that, like... Like, you can remember that one match he had with Jericho where he was chanting it was boring, and then he chanted yelled right back at you, and it's like, oh, it's boring, but now it's awesome. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. So, like, he would not be, like, he would be pissed off at you for being just disrespectful for the people who are performing. Uh, just so you know. Uh, also, you chanting it during, while Bailey is talking, he is, a. Uh, he and Bailey are friends, by the way. You should know that, considering he likes all of her photos on Instagram. Little thing called he's married to married 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 to AJ. Who and AJ and Bailey are like besties. Like, like after after Sasha is is Bailey's bestie. Well, after that, it's it, it's pretty much AJ. Well, one of them anyway. Bailey seems to be friends with everyone, but like you should, if if you know wrestling history enough, you you know the two of them are are very good friends. So, uh, and thus she and Phil are also friends. So, you chanting his name while Bailey is talking, he's not going to be very happy with you, Bob. Anyways, uh, yeah, so I was, uh, disappointed with it. I came up with, like, really good fantasy booking after SmackDown uh, that could get us to Bailey versus EO and Charlotte versus Bianca, assuming that, uh, Damage Control won War Games, and it was because Charlotte and Becky couldn't get along. Not that I actually really thought that that would end up happening. I'm like, I'm thinking, like, hey, they couldn't get along today, which means they'll be fine tomorrow. Of course it will. But, like, if we ended up doing that, then, like, we could end up with this scenario. Now, most of the, what I'm saying here still could happen. Uh, it's just not going to be based in the fact that Charlotte and Becky cost everyone, uh, cost them the War Games match. Because, like, I, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, Charlotte and Becky, like, if Charlotte and Becky can't get along and they lose this because of this, what does that benefit going forward? 
They're on different shows. We're not going into a Charlotte versus Becky feud. There, it's just not a possibility. I don't like. I don't think they're going to do it anyway, and they can't because they're on different shows. So what does that benefit going forward if that's what happens? Well, Bianca kind of insisted on bringing Becky in, onto the team, and Charlotte was unsure because she thought, well, well, I don't, I don't know if we can, we can do this. Like, I don't know if we're gonna, we're gonna be able to coexist, and so if they couldn't coexist, well then Charlotte and Bianca can be at odds with each other again because Bianca was insistent on it, and then they they lost. Uh, So that could help create tension between them going forward. Uh, And then obviously with Damage Control winning, Bayley does not get her ass kicked after the War Games match. Not that that actually happened on the on the show, but we'll get to that later. But, like, it was a possibility that it could have happened on the show. In fact, I'm not sure it's not the better idea that it was happening. Because, like, on one hand, I, like, I want... I want... I want it to be closer to the Royal Rumble. But also, like, you're in the middle of a cage. And, like, that's the easy way to just, like, make the beatdown be extremely vicious not that you couldn't make it vicious in five weeks or so or whatever but like the cage existing there helps anyways uh so going forward charlotte and bianca are have increasing tension with each other and going for uh as the weeks go on damage control still is annoying everyone uh sure Ultimately, we get a number one contenders match for the women's title between Charlotte and Bianca, uh, let's say about four to five weeks from now. And Damage Control still, like, annoyed with them and whatever, and, like, EO doesn't want to face either of them, really, but, like, it is what it is. Bailey interferes in this match, and because of that, it gets made a... The title match at the Royal Rumble gets made a triple threat match with Io and Bianca and uh, Charlotte. But because this happened, it was Bailey's fault. Well, the beatdown finally occurs, and they just because Io is pissed, everyone is pissed. They just uh, just destroy Bailey. I don't, whatever they do, they they take her out in whatever fashion that that it is. Uh, she is off the t- off TV until Royal Rumble. And then uh, the, we build to the title match. Charlotte and Bianca are still at odds with each other. They're just, they're t- the tension keeps increasing and increasing. Finally, we get to the Royal Rumble. And because they're t- they have this tension with each other, it finally boils over. Probably one of them interrupts a pin, and then ju- that that just escalates it to the point of no return. They they just go at it, and because of this, because they're distracted with each other, EO capitalizes and wins and retains. And then we obviously Bailey shows up in the Rumble. She wins the Rumble, unless damage. Which I mean, I suppose instead damage control could see this and be like, no, this isn't happening, and go out there and eliminate her, and then she could win the Elimination Chamber, but it's just a lot easier if she just wins the Rumble. Uh, And then you take both of the stories from there, and there you go.
that's a pretty easy way to get to both of them. Uh, obviously, Damage Control did not win War Games, so the tension between Charlotte and Becky doesn't exist, doesn't lead to uh, Charlotte and Bianca being at odds with each other. But, I mean, they won War Games now, so certainly they want, they would both want a title match. And, I mean, you could still have Bailey cost or interfere and lead to the t the tag team match or the triple threat match and still have the uh, beat down there and you can still have her win the Rumble. Well, then Charlotte and Bianca still uh, finally just blow up at each other during the triple threat match and Io wins there. Uh, it's just not started by the same thing. Uh, you could easily just do that anyway. So, unfortunately, my fantasy booking didn't go as the way that I wanted to, and I'm like, this could easily just not, not be relevant in a few hours, and I mean, it's still kind of relevant, but it's just not for the same reason. Anyways, let's actually talk about Survivor Series. So, uh, yes, uh, Women's War Games match was first, uh, kind of had to be first. Personally, like, the Women's War Games match was definitely the better match of the two. So, I mean... But, unfortunately, you can't have that be first. Or last, anyway, sorry. You can't have that be last, considering Randy Orton was coming back, and also the rest of it. Uh, so, like, as much as I would have preferred that to be the main event, because it was the better match, and... Some of it's not even the match itself's fault. We'll get to it. But uh, there was just no way it wasn't going to be first. Or it wasn't going to... Yeah. Because, like, you're not going to do it in the middle. You're going to start with War Games. You're going to end with War Games. Just like you did last year. Uh, it's the it's the only way to do these cards. Because, like, you're going to have... You have three other matches that are okay, but they're not much. And, uh... Yeah. So, by all intents and purposes, for whatever, it, it was the better match, easily. I, like, I... It, like, it just was great start to finish. Uh, it's, it's better than last year's women's match. Uh, women's War Games match. It was better than the main event today. Uh, out of the four main roster ones, like, I mean, it's... I don't necessarily consider the main event of last year's, like, the full match, like, I don't necessarily remember the match itself that much, but nothing is going to top the end of that match. That, the end of uh, last year's Men's War Games match is going to go down as probably the best finish of any War Games match I've ever watched. I don't see how that would change. Uh... I really don't, to be honest. And like, to be honest, I barely remember of uh, much of the NXT ones. I remember some of them. I remember uh, the one Dakota turned on Tegan and then Rhea and Bianca still won, even though they were down four to two. Uh, I remember that. Uh, and I remember the one w that I saw there where Kevin Owens in this is 2019 went back and then, like, it ended with, like, Champa doing the, the his move off the top of the cage through a table. 
Uh, I remember that because I was there. Uh, but that's about all, all those that I really remember outside the, of the NXT ones. So, like, uh, so like as a match as a whole, I'm probably going to say this was the best of the, the past two years for the match as a whole. But the finish of the men's one last year outdoes any of the war games finishes I've ever seen. Uh, so, like, if if we're just counting the finish, so now the 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 finish of this one will be the second best one probably, uh, because it at least had story to it. I mean, the men's one just had, hey, Randy's back and he's gonna kick everyone's ass, which which was fun, but it, I mean, it's not much going for an actual storyline outside of like, hey, Randy's back. He kicked everyone's ass. Hooray. Uh, So, uh, Bailey started. I'm not surprised by that. Uh, And it was cool. I actually got to watch Bailey compete for like 30 minutes. That was was good. of course, I and like I actually saw her win a match the night before, so that's not so good. Uh, and I actually heard her theme song for real for like this first time, but it was kind of broken up and didn't. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, also, I should note the fact that they did a stupid fan vote for the advantage. Bullshit. That's stupid as fuck. Just say the faces are going gonna have the advantage. Just say that. That's all you had to do. Just say the faces are getting it. Or you can have an advantage match, or you can just say the faces are gonna have the advantage. Don't do the silly, stupid fan vote, which isn't real, because we never saw in the arena who got it. They didn't tell us. We just had to assume. And like I knew it was gonna be the faces, because the men the men's had the heel the the heels had the men's, so obviously the faces were gonna, the women were gonna have the faces one. Just say that. Don't pretend that you did this poll that and have people go vote that it was always going to be the faces getting it. So like you, you made us, pre- you pretended that we decided something. War Games is too long of a match, too much to put together for you to act, for you to decide who was going to have an advantage. Or you for you to have the fans decide who was going to have the advantage and tell people an hour before the match happens. We know better. There's no way that poll was real. They have to be able to put that match together, and you need more than an hour to be able to do that. Or and realistically. I think you said you were going to do it on the pre-show. Like, well, I mean, I don't even know when during the pre-show you said it. So, like, none of us with an actual brain think you gave them an out. Because we know they backstage they have to put this match together in court. And just, like, they're not calling this entire match by the fly. That's not happening here. <laughs> they have to know what's happening. Like, you doing this fan vote is, like, making it seem like wrestling is real. And, well, it's not. So, don't you don't need to make this seem like a thing. Just say the faces we're going to have it and move on. Move on. Anyways, yeah, that was annoying. Uh, uh, 
So, yeah, they they kept teasing or like the crowd kept chanting for tables because everyone loves fucking tables. Uh, and then we did not get a table until the last entrant, which is Asuka. And it's like, why are you leaving it to the heels to bring in the tables? Like the heels are supposed to bring in things that aren't tables so that the, the fans aren't happy with them. And then the last face that goes in puts in a table. And the, because their faces, they get cheered. But no, Asuka was the last person. And Asuka got cheered because you, she was the one who finally brought in a table. That's just weird booking. Uh, so that, yeah. Uh, uh, they, EO did the garbage can jump off of uh, the cage again also known as uh, dumpster flyer anyways uh, although she used a chain to toss down to Dakota so Dakota could tie the garbage can to it and she could pull it up and that was funny uh, uh, anytime Charlotte and Kyrie interacted it was annoying because I'm just like keep Charlotte away from her please uh charlotte did a moonsault or what she calls a moonsault off of the top of the cage and need eo in the face because she does not know what she's doing uh still she's been in this business for how long and she still doesn't know how to do her damn moves Ugh. yeah need her right in the face eo has a mark on her forehead don't know if it's from that or if it's from something else uh But yeah, like, all the stuff that happened, like, off of the cage happened in that corner, and I was, that's, like, right lined up with where I was sitting up in the upstairs balcony. So, like, all that I saw very, very easily. And I'm like, did Charlotte just kick somebody in the face? Because it really looked like Charlotte kicked someone in the face when she, when the moonsault happened, and I'm like, because like, then someone one of them was holding their face and like it looked like it someone was holding their face I asked about it afterwards it wasn't a kick it was a knee but it was still that and it, I'm like god they gotta get you gotta push people who know what they're doing please uh yeah uh I will say when EO was doing the garbage can thing and all that, like, it really seemed like they waited to put Asuka out there longer than they were supposed to. Because, like, I swear, like, I think it was three-minute intervals. And I swear, she got up there, like, with at least two minutes having happened since the last person, uh, since Charlotte went in there. So I'm like, it's got to be like 60 seconds until Asuka comes out here, but that took long, so much longer than 60 seconds. So I'm like, what? Like, why is Asuka not out here? Where the hell? Like, this has definitely been three minutes. Anyways, uh, yeah, so a bunch of stuff happens. Uh, Charlotte's about to spear EO. Uh, I think it was EO. If it wasn't EO, it was someone else. But uh, And uh, Bailey runs in, pushes her out of the way, and takes the spear. And then she takes everyone's finish. Uh, well, I 
I don't know if Charlotte or or finish or signature move. Uh, Spear is not Spear is a finisher, but it's not her finisher. And uh, I don't know if Shotzi's uh, whatever sent on off the top is her finisher. So maybe it is. Uh, and then she took a KOD and then a manhandle slam off of the turn off the top rope through a table. And after taking everyone's finish, she got, and obviously that was it. Nobody helped her. Not one person from damage control could possibly bother themselves to get up and stop this pin from happening. Not one of them. It took so long for them to do all of these moves. Bailey took all of them. No, all of them were so they were down for so long that not from taking a move or something, they couldn't possibly be bothered to get up. Not one of them. They're such good friends. They're such great friends. I totally believe all of them couldn't get up to, to break the pin. I totally believe that. Even though they'd all been laying there not doing anything for a good two minutes at least. It had to take at least two minutes for them to do all those moves to Bailey, And not one of them could get up? I don't even know if all of them took, like, such a serious maneuver that they should have been down at the time. I'm supposed to, like, what is this? I mean, I know, like, now I know this is to build sympathy for Bailey because Bailey is just going to be turning face soon because they're going to kick her out, including because maybe as quickly as Friday, maybe because of this happened, but hey. As far as I'm concerned, it's not her fault that they lost. They let her take four moves and get pinned, and not and they, none of them got up to stop it. I'm certain one, at least one of them could. So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, ba- Bailey did nothing wrong. It's not her fault they lost. None of them did anything. when they ne- Where were they when she needed them? She saved Io again. She took all those moves so they didn't have to all i'm going to gather from this situation is that eo and dakota are bad friends when they when they all turn on bailey the second that happens i'm just going to be calling eo and dakota as much as i love them bad friends we know Dakota is a bad friend anyway but i'm going to call them bad friends because you I mean, what part of damage control tells you otherwise? Uh, they come back. Bailey brings EO to the main roster. She brings Dakota back to the company, to the main roster. And then what happens? She helps them win the women's tag titles twice. Uh, you can say what you want about the women's tag titles, but it still happened, and they still won them. It doesn't matter how we view the women's tag team titles. The fact is, in canon, she helped them win championships. In canon, our view of the women's tag titles doesn't matter. It matters to them, because to them, it's championships. To, to us, it's a cursed belt that keeps changing hands because of injuries and stuff. 
two different, but these are two different things. Bailey helps them win championships twice. They don't help her win shit. Bailey helps them, brings them to the main roster, helps them win the champion, the tag titles twice, and then she helps Io win Money in the Bank. Io wins Money in the Bank, and then Bailey helps her cash in and saves her multiple times from then until now while she's been champion. Bailey helps her win, helps her keep it multiple times. Ta- takes KODs, takes all these finishers in war games. What did they do for her? Nothing. Not one single thing. Where were they when Bailey was trying to win the women's championship from Bianca? In the latter match, they showed up. They took a single double KOD and were down for five minutes. The match lasted five more minutes. They took one KOD. And the person who, like, whoever was, like, the person on top of the other one when they landed didn't even take a proper one. And even the person who took the proper one didn't even take a real proper one. Like, And they were down for five minutes. And then, like, where were they to push Bianca off of the ladder when she was climbing it? Where were they? One KOD that is not done to you properly, an improperly done KOD does not keep you down for five minutes. You get the fuck up, at least one of you, and push Bianca off of the ladder, and Bailey wins. Where were you? I reject this premise. Where were you in the last woman standing match that you had at uh, Crown Jewel? Where were you? You never showed up. Not once. You you suddenly just don't show up to help Bailey in a match she's allowed to cheat in? What the fuck? Where were you? I reject this premise. You didn't help her win shit. Bad friends. You don't deserve her. I think that's my first ever kayfabe rant. Rant about something that, about an actual thing that happened in storyline. I don't know if I've ever done one of those before. Because obviously I love Io and Dakota as, as talents, but like, just in terms of actual story here, y'all are shit. To someone who did so much for you. <sighs> Anyways, uh, I think that's a good pausing point here. So we're at 51 minutes. And I'm, I assume this is going to go longer than nine more minutes. So I'll be right back. Alright, we're back. Uh, hopefully we're going to get this done in the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, otherwise, I don't know, because I, I leave work in about 30 minutes. Uh yeah, so that happened, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the beatdown obviously did not happen, uh, I was a little surprised, like, I was kind of expecting it, but I also, like, kind of went on the wait, I'm like, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, uh, the cage stayed down for a little while, 
So I was kind of wondering, because like they went to an ad, I'm kind of wondering if they're going to wait for all the faces to go backstage, and then we're going to come back and everyone's still in the cage, and then we're going to do the beatdown. So we had a little bit of air and a little bit of space between the 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 good guys or good girls winning and uh, then them beating the shit out of Bailey. Uh, but no, ultimately the cage did just go up. Uh, so maybe the beatdown happens on Friday. Maybe it, we wait for a few weeks. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of, I don't know. It does seem kind it would seem kind of weird if we waited longer than Friday. Because, but I mean, we know it's coming. It's just, I don't know. Anyways, uh, they did a whole backstage thing, and I think with Sammy and, or, or I think it was Cody and Jay. Two of them were backstage, and uh, they were talking about how Randy wasn't there yet, which of course prompted CM Punk chance because of course they did. Uh, at, I mean, but I mean, if Randy wasn't there yet, you were kind of, at that point you were kind of asking for CM Punk chance. Not that they should have occurred, but at that point, Randy's if Randy is not there yet and they need another person, well, of course, then you're going to get CM Punk chance. It's just, like, I can't do anything about that. I can't be mad about it that mad. We didn't get any in the women's match. I'm happy. Like, as, as long as we did not get any in the women's war games match, I was I was happy. None of them, it did not happen. Also, I did not have to yell at anyone for, at Survivor Series because there's a couple of guys behind me that are louder than I am that were booing him and were yelling at people. I'm like, good. I'm n- I do not. Ha- I'm not in charge of this today. I got better. Pe- I got better people doing it today. Like they're louder than me. They have more energy than me. I'm like, I don't have to do this because I got. Be- I got better people that are on on the job right behind me. So, uh, and they still got booed. They got. I think they. Even, the chance got booed even more last night than they did on SmackDown. It seemed louder. And then like they were cut, the guys behind me were calling punk cancer. And then the, uh, the same guy who was chanting CM fire on SmackDown did during survivor series as well. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that happened. Uh, we got Gunther versus Miz next. Uh, I mean, I wasn't expecting much from any of the three other matches that weren't, uh, the war games matches. So like anything that anything that they did do for me, like 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 if there's any positives, I'm like I guess I will take them. And I mean it was fine. It wasn't much, uh, really anything special. However, I mean Miz did get a few good hope spots in in the end there, but I never truly believed that that was gonna matter. And sure enough, uh, Gunther retained. Uh, Santos versus Dragon Lee was next. I got to hear Santos's music finally that I should have heard at WrestleMania. Uh, even, well, I mean, we heard it from SmackDown as well. Match was good. Uh, the crowd really gave it to Santos for whatever reason, even though Santos did nothing wrong, by the way. You should know that. Uh, and I'm just sitting here watching this match, and, uh... There's a little bit of a lull. I mean, it's not quiet, but it's like it's not one anyone's chanting. And small kid to my right just randomly yells at Santos, suck my balls. And I'm like, excuse me? You are a small child. 
like I'm saying somewhere between seven and ten years old. Like I could I couldn't guess their ages or anything. Uh, they were there. They like there. There's two kids, just small kids, sitting next to me. Uh, their parents or whomever they were with were in the row in front. Uh, like about five seats to my left. They they were the end of the row in front of me on the left, and like they, like they, and then the the kids were next to me. And I mean, they weren't they weren't a problem or anything. Like they, uh, they they were funny. They were they were really excited the whole time. I think the one guy was record the one kid was recording everything. He kept yelling stuff about the matches into his phone. So like he was recording something or like doing like Instagram stories or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, anytime and like anytime I said Santos did nothing wrong, he he disagreed with me. I'm like, nope, Santos did nothing wrong. I was, I was right the first time. And then he says like, and then like, cause like something on, on Friday, he said, nobody likes sandwich control. I'm like, everyone likes sandwich control. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, anyways. Uh, so yeah, that happened. That, that was, everyone was just like, huh? You are a small child, sir. Anyways. Uh, yeah, that happened. Uh, Santos won. No surprise. Uh, I mean, he had to win that. Uh, Unfortunately, the worst match of the night was what I expected it to be, which was Rhea versus Zoe, and it's not Rhea's fault. It's not even really Zoe's fault, because, I mean, they put her out there in something she was not, she's not ready for. Uh, it would have been okay if they ended the match when they should have, because she, she, at some point, Rhea does this curb stomp looking thing. It's not a, like a Seth curb stomp, obviously. It's more of a Brian Cage Lucha Underground curb stomp. Uh, if you've watched Lucha Underground, you know what I'm talking about. It's just like... Uh, they grab them uh, by the arms, pull, pull up their head, and then they just stomp them up in the back of the head. Uh, that kind of curb stomp. She does it, and I'm like, okay, pull her up, do the Riptide, that's it. That's the end of this match. I mean, like, it looked pretty brutal, to be fair. Uh, but no, she does it, like, two more times, and the match continues. Like, why? That was perfectly fine to just finish the match right there. Uh, but no. Uh, Rhea did do a pretty nice counter of uh, the Z360. Caught her, caught her foot, but uh, then she countered the Riptide just to, I think, get headbutted and get a Riptide anyway. I was like... This would have been kind of okay if you ended it at the right time. But, like, you, it had, like, two extra minutes it didn't need. It, at the end of the day, though, that's, like, two minutes. So it's, like, whatever. But, like, still, it's still longer than Zoe should be in a ring with Rhea. Because, like, I don't buy that she's lasted this long in this match. Uh, but, yeah, and then we have Men's War Games, which... Randy does not come out for uh, when the when the entrances happen, and what I can understand that it, it, it would be kind of weird to me to bring back Randy. Uh, Randy's finally able to come back like a year and a half later, and like he's, and then you s immediately stick him in the small little cage that he has to stand in for thirty minutes. I can kind of understand that. It is kind of weird. However, 
you did this in Chicago. And anywhere else, this would have been perfectly fine. You would, This wouldn't have happened if you were anywhere else. So, realistically, I shouldn't really be mad that you did this. It's just the problem that we're in Chicago, and there's speculation that CM Punk is coming back. And because Randy is not out here immediately, now they think CM Punk is going to be in this match. And thus they're chanting CM Punk for a huge part of this match. Like, through the first two entrants for each team, and then at least one other time, we got a large amount of CM Punk chance. It's the most we got all night easily until, well, you know, but, uh, it's the most chance for him we shouldn't have got, put it that way, uh, on Survivor Series, at least. Like, there was a couple of other times where it happened, but it was like one person saying it one time, and it never carried. You would have never heard that on the air. If you did, I would be surprised. Like, I wouldn't believe you. Uh, it's like one guy did it, like, one time during a couple of the other matches, and it's just like, it, di- it didn't carry. Uh, so, and because of this, I have very little memory of anything that happened in this match until Randy showed up. Because, like, I was not able to concentrate. It was just a lot of people doing a lot of moves. And, like, I know a few things that happened. Like, there was, like, a double or triple choke slam at one point. Uh, and, like, some other stuff. But, like, I'm not able to concentrate because just everyone chanting CM Punk. And there's nothing I can do about it at this point. I'm not trying to. And, again, we had other people be- behind me that w- were better at th- than me. And it's like, there's nothing I can do about this except for be upset and not be able to concentrate on this match. That was, like, the only other experience I have like that is when uh, I was watching, when it was for Money in the Bank 2018 and Roman versus Ginger was happening. Uh, I couldn't concentrate on that. And it's not, that wasn't because of the crowd. That was because Alexa Bliss had just won the Money in the Bank. And I'm just like, well, uh, and then, I mean, I think the crowd was go, doing bullshit during that match, too. And, like, between the two things, I was just like, ugh, Why? Uh, and I, I was just like, I have very little recollection of that match. Not that I need to have recollection of that match anyway, but uh, it just wasn't. That was just like the only experience that I can relate to this one. Uh, so it's like, this is just, I'm just like, I know I want to enjoy this match, but I can't because you made the decision to not have Randy Orton be out here already knowing that these guys are going to, all these people are going to chant CM Punk through this entire match, and it ruins the entire thing. Like, now, everyone in the match knew that CM Punk was coming back, and, like, you did this, they know he's coming back, none of, to them, it's like, they're like, they got to be thinking, like, none of them care about us. They don't care about anything we're doing right now. Not once, like, they're just chanting for some guy they don't even know if it's going to be in this match because of the way they did this. And while I get that, get not having Randy go sit in that cage for a long time after just coming back, you really shouldn't have done that. 
You really shouldn't have. Uh, so, I mean, we finally get to the last person, and the last person is, of course, the, the last person on the face team who isn't there. And then Rhea runs out. Rhea's music hits after a few seconds because nothing happens. And Rhea comes out there, and she's, she acts like they're going to actually have Damien cash in. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, and then, of course, the second she tries this, then Randy shows up, of course. And then, yeah, Randy comes out there and just beats the ever-living hell out of everyone. They all do a hanging uh, DDT off the second rope at the same time on one of the people from Judgment Day. All of them get one. Uh, JD McDonald Google Me climbs to the top of the cage, and then they push him off. And uh, he falls into an RKO. And for some reason, that's not the finish. The worst part of this match, match-wise, is that that wasn't the finish. For some reason... After that happened, Cody Rhodes, like the selfish little bitch that he is, has to hit a crossroads and win win the match for his team. We couldn't just have Randy hit that that RKO off the top and then pin the guy. We couldn't just do that and have like we know we had to have a stupid ass crossroads in here too to to end the match. Like why? Like like you had to get that shit in there, didn't you? Selfish little bitch. Fuck off, Cody. Forget how to read. Yeah, I'm like, like, I don't know half of what happened in this match because of the crowd. And what I do know is Randy Orton did a lot of cool shit, as usual, with RKOing everyone. Uh, and then Cody Rhodes had to ruin it by doing his shit. Great. Like, also, we, I should mention that while we're all excited about Randy coming back, we should also acknowledge that he is an anti-vaxxer who supports Ron DeSantis. So there's that too. We should all, while I'm happy that he's back, we should all realize that he is also kind of a piece of shit. Uh, speaking of pieces of shit who came back at, Saint, uh, at Survivor Series, we almost got away with it. We almost just had the show and, didn't have CM Punk show up because he shouldn't have showed up. In fact, he wasn't even signed until partway through yesterday. That rumor that he actually signed with them. Hey, what do you know? It wasn't actually true. So whatever decided, whatever they did, whenever they decided a week ago to sign him for whatever reason, uh, joy. Uh, because, I mean, it, it shouldn't have happened, but alas, it did. Uh, we almost got away with it. You know, wrestling is weird. I left WrestleMania in April, walking out of stadium. I was happy, I was wa but I was walking through a stadium filled with mostly upset, disappointed people, because Cody lost. But I was so happy that Cody lost. I was. It's so weird to walk out of a stadium filled with so many disappointed people and have the complete opposite reaction. And I was thrilled. It's just strange. And it's strange when you're at Survivor Series and you're leaving a, an arena full of happy people and you're mostly disappointed. It's weird. I went to two WWE pay-per-views this year. 
And the ending, like, what happened at the very end of both of them was complete opposite for me. Like, you would think that after WrestleMania, I was disappointed, and after Survivor Series, I was happy. But no, it was the other way around. And the crowd was the opposite of me. It was just like, it's really strange how that happens. I don't even know what to tell you. First off, CM Punk's a hypocrite. Went off about all that shit about WWE, and here you are. You're back. After saying all that shit, you are an Alberto Del Rio-leveled hypocrite. Congratulations. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. Out of all the wrestlers I don't like, or don't like as a person, he's the one I like the most, I guess. Still don't like you. But of all the people I don't like, I guess I like you more than any of the rest of them. Because at one point, you were my favorite wrestler at number one. For a significant amount of time. But, I mean, you ruined it. You came back at NAW and had one of the biggest moments in wrestling history, as far as I'm concerned. And then you had to be do what you did. There's no forgiving for that. There's no forgiveness for that. You can't beat up your coworkers backstage and be forgiven for that. Like there, there, there's no, there's nothing. It. You're a shitty person. That's the end of the story. Do I like you as, a, as a, as a, if you would, if you had been in AEW and none of that had ever happened, like you're older, I get that you're not as good, fit, like as a wrestler as it used to be a decade ago. Well, I'm fine. I didn't dislike you for anything before you did an AEW, except for that one thing that you did way before WWE that was was uh, discovered a few months ago. That that's also a problem. But like the stuff you did in WWE, the stuff after WWE you said about WWE, I have no problem with that. I don't have a problem with anything you said about WWE itself. It's the shit that you did in AEW that ruined it for you. And it's your fault for all of it. I don't care if other people fought you. Like, I don't care that it takes two people or more to be in a fight. I don't care about that. You were the cause of all of it. And you clearly thought you were the only star there in AW. And I know you won't get away with that shit in WWE. I know you won't get away with that shit there. You're going to be in WWE, and barring any injuries, it's going to go smooth sailing for the most part. Because they won't allow you to do that shit there. Because that's the big leagues, and it's not Tony Khan. That doesn't mean that because you'll probably go be in WWE without a hitch, that... Everything's all hunky-dory now. 
that we that doesn't mean that we're gonna forget what happened. In fact, obviously you got cheered tonight because it's Chicago. Don't expect to get cheered everywhere. You weren't getting cheered everywhere in AEW after you came back at Collision. You got cheered in Chicago. Even then, the cheers were less. And you got you. Make no mistake. Before he showed up, he got his name got booze. Make no mistake, that happened. We were making progress. Unfortunately, someone in WWE, apparently Nick Khan, decided to give the crybabies in Chicago that have been they, the crybabies that have been crying about this for almost a decade now gave them what they wanted for some reason. If I, like, if I run this company, I never give them what they want. In fact, the, the amount they chant CM Punk in Chicago, personally, I would just never bring a show there ever again because they lost the privilege. That's my, that that's how I would do things. Fuck Chicago. I don't care that I'm from here. I've gone to multiple shows elsewhere at this point. I went to Royal Rumble in St. Louis. I went to WrestleMania in Los Angeles. I don't go to weekly shows. And if you like, if you don't bring a pay-per-view here, I'm probably not going. So like, if you don't have any shows here at this point, I really don't care. It's not that big of a deal to me at this point. Fuck Chicago. Don't bring him here for chanting his name for so long. It, it was fun. The first time after he left the, the first show, March 3rd, 2014 or March, whatever, because it was the first one after he left. Because, and that's the only time. Anytime after that, not, you're just being a dick. But you gave in. And now he, he's here. And he got all these people or reacting. Like, Seth Rollins flicks him off, whatever. Drew storms out, whatever. Rhea flicked him off, but I think she was just being a heel. They're all being told to do that. Except for maybe Drew. Drew might be legitimately mad. But even he left before... CM Punk showed up. This whole Seth Rollins thing, he's being told to do that. He is a corporate man. He is a yes man. Uh, is corporate shill the right word? Uh, he does as he's told. I know he doesn't like the guy. He is a... Seth Rollins is a consummate professional. He will do what he's told. He's, fa he's facing CM Punk at the Royal Rumble. It's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And everyone, you can push whatever false narrative you want about how, no, that's real. No. That's him doing what he's told. Simple as that. I don't care if you know Mustafa Ali for 20 years. Mustafa Ali hasn't worked there for several months. He doesn't suddenly know what Seth Rollins believes about this immediately afterwards. Seth does what he's told. Like, friends of mine don't joke that he would bust a union to make sure that the company got what they wanted. People actually joke about that, because he probably would. Have you seen him on Twitter in the past, like, however many years? Uh, yeah. I don't know, man.
I mean, like, I wish he the whole AEW should never happened. I like if I could, I'd erased his entire existence in AEW from ever happening, and we could just forget about that. Like it never happened. He could just have come back, and there he is. Could all be happy. But it happened. I know one friend is pissed off. That's pissed off about it. Uh, but I think he's pissed off about it for other reasons than the reasons that I'm pissed off about it. So it's like, uh, it's just like, do you, you hate him, but I think you hate him for the wrong reasons, which is weird. But it's it's whatever. Uh, I mean, do I like him as a wrestler still? Yes. Do I like him as a promo? Yes, when he's not saying something that's stupid. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, like, I don't know what to tell you. Because, like, I, I want to be like, oh, when's he going to get... What, who is he going to get in a fight with backstage and get fired in seven weeks? But that's not going to happen because they won't allow for that shit. So, like, it's going to go off without a hitch probably as long as he doesn't get hurt. And it's going to seem like everything's fine, but, like, he still did all that shit. I mean, I like the fact that we get to hear Cult of Personality still, I suppose. I mean, I don't care for the guy, but I still like the song. And with the real static in front of it, as opposed to the crappy aesthetic they had in AW. Uh... I mean, if we can get one positive out of this, can we get AJ Lee back? Definitely put her in the Hall of Fame at the very least. Uh, that would be nice. And it's just it looks like another... Th it was just another, like, four minutes of just, like, what is going on? I'm just, like... I don't want to be here right now. Like, it's just, like, another experience of just, like, everyone's happy about this. And I'm just like, uh, yeah. Just, like, don't know how to feel. It's just, like, another uh, sitting there after Alexa Bliss wins Money in the Bank. Just, like, what the fuck is happening right now? everyone's happy about this it's like like i know i know what i knew what to say like i knew exactly the phrase to say when alexa bliss won money in the bank and then won the championship later in the night and everyone was happy about it i knew what to say then the line was right there this is how a revolution dies to thunderous applause i don't know what to say about this one i don't know it's weird. It's just like I've got. I went to two Money in the Banks. I went to two Survivor Series, and I also went to two WrestleManias. But it doesn't really work for those because those were both fun, and like one of them was legitimately great. The other one was really fun. I even mean, I don't know if Twenty Two you would call legitimately great, but it was fun. Uh, I went to one Survivor Series that was a hell of a lot of fun, and this one was also pretty much. 
for the most part, really, really fun. And then had something really f weird and fucked up at the end. And then I went to one money in the bank that was amazing with some, with like, one of the best moments of all time at the end of it. And one money in the bank, which is the, that was the worst live experience for wrestling that I've ever been to. Now, this doesn't match that. Because, like... But it's funny how the amazing thing that happened at the Money in the Bank, the most amazing moment at Money in the Bank that I've ever been to, is the same guy as the, weird, the really fucked up weird one from Survivor Series. It's... Wrestling is fucking weird. How are they the same thing? How are they the same guy? Things change in 10 years. Uh, that's 13 years. 12 years. I can math. I have a degree in it. Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, it doesn't really change anything for me. He's on Raw. I don't watch much of Raw. Will I find out what he says on Monday? Probably. But, like... I st I'm still mostly here invested in damage control storyline, and that's, like, the m thing I'm most invested in. This isn't going to change that suddenly. But anyways, yeah, I gotta go. This has been long enough, and I, I, I get to clock out in three minutes, so it's time to go. I don't know when I'll be back, to be honest. Uh, we don't have a pay-per-view until the Rumble. I'm sure I'll... Well, if if nothing else, my wrestling awards will be at the end of the month. But if there's nothing else between now and then. <laughs>